Welcome to Persisters, an all-female live show and podcast hosted by Beth Rowe and produced by Alex Kern. Each week we'll play you a piece from our live show followed by an interview between the performer and us, Beth and Alex. Please subscribe to our podcast on iTunes and follow us on Instagram at PersistersLA. This week we have comedian and improviser Jen Curcio. I look like the type of lady that like goes to the Applebee's, gets angry about her sampler, and she's like, I want to talk to your manager. <laughs> like, I know where I am in this world. Like, I have a ton of privilege, but I'm actually gay. Uh, so basically, like, even though like I got away with it for years, I was even in a 10-year relationship with a guy. Uh, yeah, like, I'm privileged. I get it. Um, so basically, I was in a relationship with a guy, I knew I was gay the whole time, uh, my whole life, and then I came to visit LA, I visited a friend in LA, and I was like, as soon as I got off the plane, I saw two women holding hands, but also doing that, like, awesome, like, 1980s, like, pocket, like, backhand pocket thing, (laughs) and I was like, this is where I need to be, like, this is my home, I'm from Pennsylvania, that doesn't matter anymore. Like, LA is where I need to be, I'm here now. So, uh, I really just loved LA, and like, uh, I just acclimated really quickly uh, during that week of visiting. (laughs) Uh, My friend and like my other straight friends who lived here took me out to the Abbey, and they were like, oh, it'll be great, like no one will hit on you. And I was like, no, 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 like in my mind, I was like, no, I want everyone to hit on me, because I'm so gay. Uh, so basically, like, I went back home to Philadelphia after my trip, my little, like, gaycation, if you will, and I was like, look, I'm going to live in L.A. now. (laughs) In the future, that's going to mean I'm gay, but, like, for right now, I'm going to live in L.A. (laughs) So, like, everybody was cool with it, and I was like, of course you are. Uh, and, like, I told my boyfriend of 10 years, I'm going to move to L.A., we're probably not going to see each other again. <laughs> so, so I did. Because, like, the thing is, like, the, the town I grew up in in Pennsylvania, it's Westchester, Pennsylvania. If you know it, nice. That's awesome. So if you know it, you know that, like, when a frozen yogurt shop opened, everybody was like, don't go in there. That's for the queer people. <laughs> but, like, my whole life, I was like, I have to try frozen yogurt. And, like, every frozen yogurt shop in that town would just, like, close after, like, a month because no one wanted to admit that they were probably gay. Like, we're all, everybody likes frozen yogurt. Stop. Anyway, I move here. I have frozen yogurt. I have sex with women. It's awesome. I joined an improv team. And, like, P.S., like, in Philadelphia, I was on an improv team. Like, that's how I, like, really knew I was super gay because, like, I had a huge crush on this chick who was on my improv team. And I was like, I can't deny it anymore. I love improv, and I love women. I'm doing this. I move here. I get into improv classes, and I actually did a storytelling show where I told my improv team and the whole audience that I was gay. It was super fun. Uh, basically, like, after that, I started dating women, like, like full-time, like, hardcore. <laughs> uh, my improv team would, like, text me after dates and be like, how did it go? And I'd be like, eh. 
I don't know what I'm doing because I'm out late, a little bit late, but whatever. Uh, and then I met someone that like I really liked, and I was like, I have to tell my parents um, that she's not just my roommate. <laughs> Because when I would FaceTime with my parents, and if she like walked behind me, which she always would, because she like really wanted me to tell them, my parents would be like, oh, is that your roommate? And I'd be like, yes, it totally is, just my roommate. Uh, so like one day she walked by, and uh, I was like, my parents were like, oh, say hi to your roommate. And I just start sweating. <laughs> and I'm like, it's not my roommate. Uh, that's actually my girlfriend. I'm gay. And like they were like, what? And, like, they had to have known. Like, I had a, a Joan Osborne-themed birthday party in the fifth grade. Like, <laughs> if you don't know after that, come on. So, like, my dad immediately, like, put his hands down. And my mom starts, like, she turns around. She starts, like, slamming kitchen cabinets. And I'm like, oh, no, this is terrible. So, like, she's just gone slamming kitchen cabinets. My dad is like, I always knew you had a Joan Osborne-themed birthday party. <laughs> and I'm like, all right, cool. And my sister was like, I told you guys. And I'm like, why are you there? Like, you, what? So, like, the next day at work, I go into work, and I told my girlfriend, I said, don't post anything on social media. Like, the rest of my family doesn't know yet. I want to, like, slowly, like, introduce them. So, of course, what does she do? We're not together anymore, so obviously. She posts something on Facebook and on Instagram and Twitter, and she like tags me on everything. So then a coworker sees it, one of my coworkers, and, and he's like this 49-year-old dude who's been divorced two times, and he would constantly like invite me over to his house, and I'd always be like, no. Raul, you're a creep. So uh, he sees it on Instagram, takes a screenshot, walks it to everybody's desk, and he's like, just an FYI, happy Monday. She likes the V, not the D. A 49-year-old man. So everybody, like, I'm, like, immediately outed to everybody. Uh, my boss is like, oh, I'm cool with you. Let's get a massage. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm like, what? And she's like, during lunch? And I'm like, you've never offered this before. Stop. Like, I get it. You're fine with it. Let's just be fine with it. We don't have to get massages. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, everybody else in, that in the uh, office was, like, terribly weird about it. Like, even the other person who was, like, an out lesbian was, like, not cool. <laughs> and I was like, Patty, of all people? Like, what? <laughs> I thought we'd be cool with this. And she was like, nah. <laughs> so like in that instant, like instance, like I, I lost like all that privilege that I felt. And like, honestly, it was the best moment of my life, even though it was like the worst, like most horrifying moment of my life, because I never really felt prejudice until that second. Like I never, like I heard about it and as shitty as it sounds and as much of an asshole as you may think I am, because I'm standing here with my blonde hair, my blue eyes looking like I would, you know, flip out at Applebee's. Uh, like it was, it was a really awakening moment. So that was like the second that I realized, like I have to fight for like everybody. Intersectionality is so important. So basically, I'm saying like Happy Pride. Let's all support each other, guys. Welcome back to Persisters. I'm Beth Rowe, and I'm Alex Kern. And today we're here with Jen Curcio. 
Hi. Welcome, Jen. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Again, we've talked to everybody about the heat. Mm -hmm. So maybe we should continue. (laughs) I'm the coolest I've been today. How about you, Jen? Yeah. Yeah, you're I mean, cool. Yeah, you were actually physically threw, affected by yeah. <gasps> you were thing. I puked. <gasps> no, I did. And do you think that was because you have no AC? Yeah, <laughs> probably. I mean, I because I was also uh, I was telling Beth before this that I was I'm, I was dog sitting and their power went out. And they do have AC, but of course, obviously, without power, oh, I was just like no. sweating. And no I, fans or anything. Nothing. Oh, gosh. Where do they live? Silver Lake. Oh, was it a nice house at beautiful. least? Beautiful. Oh. But no AC. No AC. So, no fans. Well, no electricity. So, like, oh. nothing. Why d- yeah. their electricity went out because of the heat wave? Yeah. And then, like, <gasps> Whoa. it was supposed to come on the next day at, like, 10 a.m., this was Friday night, so I was like freaking out. Like, <laughs> is a murderer in the house? Yeah, right. <laughs> and then I figured out that no, it wasn't. It was just rolling blackouts. And then something happened with the transformer, and it like blew up. Wow. And so there was no anything until Monday morning. Uh, so here you were, like excited to have like this staycation yeah. in Silver Lake, and then there was no AC, yeah, or electricity. That was like that was such a bummer because I, I I tried to make sure that I was like, oh, I'm gonna have like a holiday. I'm gonna yeah. like treat this weekend and treat like the days that I have off and like try and actually like relax. And it was impossible, unbearable. It was gross. So Jen, yeah. when did you when did you move to LA? Four years ago. Okay. Yeah, from Philadelphia. So oh, we were just yeah, we Jillian's were, got, from Philly. I was I was thinking we had a, a Philadelphia heavy crew. Um, yeah, oh, yeah. when we do this show, absolutely. Did and you did guys you, know each other before? No, oh, that's people. crazy. I mean, I guess it's not that crazy. No. I don't were know you everyone doing from Ohio. in Philadelphia. Yeah, and the weirdest thing is like huh. a huge group of us from that theater moved here together. Oh, that's dispersed. Cool. We don't really talk anymore. But I've met like a whole other group of people from Philly here huh. that now I'm like really tight with. So yeah, that's funny. And are they still doing comedy out here? Some of them, yeah. Okay, it, it's like I went to school in DC and. Several people who I didn't know in college. At George Washington. <clears throat> Georgetown. Uh, and several people out here who I didn't know, I've become pretty good friends with. That's cool. That's yeah. How, that's how I am. I love most it. Most of the uh, Sarah Lawrence. Oh, that's that right. Like here. Leah and. Yeah, Leah and Rose. Hmm. Oh, that's right. Uh, Rose. Yeah. What's the comedy scene in Philly like? It's cool. I mean, it's. When I was there, there was only one theater. And then right before I left, another theater like popped up out of like like an argument with the one like two people got in a fight this one popped up fuck you we're gonna make our own theater yeah basically and then like that one like went under pretty quickly in less than a year Hmm. i did like one show when i was visiting and it was uh it was fine but it was like a small space and it was like just kind of people who were like oh we're still mad at that other one and i'm like okay and then they went under and then like a year later, the same thing happened with someone else where they got like pissed mm. and they started their own theater. And it was embarrassing for that person because they like emailed me and she was like, just like you, I've been exiled from the theater. Oh, geez. And I was like, no, no, no. I'm, I just live in L.A. now. And she was like, oh, I had no idea. And I was like, you're an asshole. Wow. Like, they um, so, so do you mostly do improv or in, improv and stand up? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where, where do you do improv? Uh, a lot at the clubhouse. Yeah. 
What's your um, team's name? Historically straight. We're all queer ladies. Who's on your team again? I feel like I know someone on your team. Sarah Fergach, uh, Allie Kloster, Leslie Martinez, and Alexa Schwartz. I don't know any of those ladies. Never mind. Maybe you were on another team where I knew someone. I don't know. Perhaps. The improv world just keeps getting smaller and smaller, or I guess yeah. the comedy world. I, I, did, I did mostly improv at oh, IO nice. for a very long time. Yeah. And, um, and for a very long time, I mean, like... Like two or like three years, I would say. That's good. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah. It was. It's the easiest way to make friends. Oh yeah. Oh, it's so great. It's the it's the best way to like to take an mm. improv class. You'll come out with a friend for life. Yeah. That's like what it's they very... should advertise that. As. <laughs> <laughs> because like stand up, may you... or may not be funny, but you yeah. will find a friend at least yeah. one. Yeah. You may not keep doing this, but you're gonna find a friend. Um, yeah, I, I I feel like it's such an easy way to find like people's sensibilities and then play mm-hmm. from there. Is that where you take it? classes anywhere? I started at UCB New York, mm-hmm. and then uh, three. Oh, so you lived in New York too? No, I just commuted from Philly. Oh, because it's two hours, right? Yeah. Okay. Who were your teachers in New York? David Siegel and Kate Riley. Oh, okay. I know who Kate Riley is. Yeah, she Got was it. really great. Yeah. I had Jordan um, Klepper in New York, and it was so crazy. Like my favorite teacher in the world. Yeah. He taught class like you were on a late night show with him. That's he was awesome. interviewing like how you did it, and like he was so positive and so lovely. I, I just like, it was, it was the first time that like I wanted to like talk to my teacher after class. Yeah. Because he yeah. was just so nice. Anyways. Are you guys Facebook friends? No. <gasps> you didn't Facebook friend him? I didn't Facebook friend him. <sighs> Now he has his own show. I know. He's which is turning into something else. Apparently the opposition got canceled, but Jordan yeah, Klepper's no, still going to have a show. He has a new show. I listened to him talk about it on NPR, and it was mm, like nice. the weirdest thing to have your improv teacher cut to NPR listening. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, it's like I had Anthony Atamanek for 301, oh, yeah. and now he's doing all the Trump stuff. Right? Mm. And then he had the Trump show, and you're just like, what? He's a brilliant man, too. That's great. So you did UCB in your, and then did you do any of the stuff out here? Um, just UCB through the rest of the, okay. um, and through advance. I find, I find UCB to be like very intimidating. Really? Yeah. I think it's so, I, I don't know. I love it. Like, I'm like, oh, okay. You interned there too, right? Didn't you? Yeah. That's what I thought. That's great. But so I you, did graphic design. Oh, you did graphic design for them? Yeah. So it was oh. kind of, it was like, I never actually had to be there. <laughs> I just like did it from my own home. You still do graphic design? Yeah, I do freelance. Oh. Is that how you make that money? Oh, yeah. yeah. Graphic design, that's a cool way. And then you can do it, it from cool. home. And yeah. Like, <gasps> that's awesome. That's yeah. brilliant. Did you go to school for graphic design? Yep. Wow. That's what my uh, my cousin who did our poster. Oh, that's how yeah. The, the, our, like, for, our, for the podcast. Yeah. She's, I like it. It's a good poster. Thank you. Thank you. We, that means a lot coming from a graphic designer. Yes. Sure. Yes. It really does. <laughs> it was a cool. lot of work. We needed that validation. <laughs> it was. In your piece, you talk about uh, you were working at that job. Yeah. Uh, I want... Can was we that, get into it? Wait, that was in... Philadelphia, right? No, that was here. That was... So it was recently. Because yeah, I was... was yeah, I just stopped working. I mean, I got it was like a mass layoff, but like I got laid off back in March. And it was oh, like Oh, so that story is wait. recent. I thought that was like Well, no, the story was 3 it was like 3 years ago cuz I worked there for like 3 solid years. And so like when I first maybe like 3 and a half, two and a half years ago cuz uh it was like just a few months into getting that job when that happened. 
It makes me so angry. Yeah. The level of, like, it's clearly this guy who is like, I don't know how to handle this. Yeah. So I'm just going to put someone on the spot and make her really uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And it's yeah. just so cruel. Yeah. It's horrible. Yeah. I mean, he got fired for it. Oh, oh really? Yeah. Okay. This is all coming back to me. I think you and I yeah, had turkey chili. We did. As oh my we gosh, do. we do. Yeah, turkey chili baby at that random diner on Sunset. Yeah. Sunset Junction Diner or yeah. something. That's like kind of overpriced and like not great, but like the turkey chili was great. Mm-hmm. Which one? The one right next across the street from the Black Hat? Yeah, exactly. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. We had turkey chili, and I remember remember you telling me this. Yeah. But I guess like. I don't know if I had heard all the details, but I definitely had heard that some guy yeah. was inappropriate. Yeah. I think he was like still unfolding while I was telling you. Oh, man. Yeah. Thank God he was fired, that piece of shit. Yeah. I mean, the HR lady was like, what? <laughs> and I was like, yeah. What do you do know what he's doing now? I don't think, like he has, he has like a random website. It, it's like, it looks like it's from the 90s. Like, I don't mean to trash talk it, but as a graphic designer, I'm going <laughs> to trash talk it. Get but. your shit together, dude. <laughs> yeah. But apparently it was, like, kind of successful because it was, like, all about really obscure facts about bands. And so, like, it's, I don't know. I, I have no idea if it's, like, all bullshit. But, like, he kept, like, telling everybody about it and, like, oh, I could sell my website. I don't think he probably really could. I don't know. Hmm. But I don't know what he really does. I didn't really... I get so annoyed with people that are too niche. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, Give me an obs- example. Like that. Of, oh. of my of a thing about like <laughs> obscure band facts. Yeah. It's like, honestly, like who cares? Apparently a lot of people. Yeah. <laughs> get that niche. So now mm. you are a freelance. Yeah, it's awesome. Sometimes I do uh, work for College Humor. Oh, cool. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's great. It's super fun. Where do you do stand-up? Just kind of like a little bit of everywhere. Yeah. Um, I just did last night. I did a really fun show called The Unicorn Hour. And oh, yeah. That. Yeah. Yes. It's super fun. And they do it in uh, the back of a dispensary. I mean, I don't, I don't know if you would qualify oh. it as a dispensary because it's like it's called the Black Derby Smoke Shop. And so like there's like pipes and bongs in the front and then you walk into a back room and it looks like a coffee shop like a really nice clean coffee shop and like but you buy weed like you can like buy a joint and Mm -hmm. just like smoke some weed and then like people are just like watching the show like super high like it was really is there a stage no so there's like a little yeah there's like a little area but it's called the unicorn show the unicorn hour i think i was thinking of something else um is Who it? hosts it? Sorry. No, go ahead. Um, it's an improv team called Milk and Honey. Hmm. Tracy Tober and I can't remember her last name, but first name is Jen, not me. Uh-huh. Uh, but it's super hmm. fun. And they do like That's a stand up and then an improv team does their set based on that. But like cool. because everyone's so high, they don't really remember. <laughs> so then they're just like. Do the performers all smoke weed too? Uh, so yeah. I mean, it's not like. Oh my God. Yeah. It's not like you have to. They're like, if you want to. And I was like, sure. <laughs> so you were high too? Yeah. How did it go? It was really fun. It was great. Is it because you oh can kind of like go wherever and people are like, yeah. why not laugh? Whatever, but we're man. Follow you. Yeah. yeah. And they're like all psyched to be there. Yeah. Regardless of. That's how, so if it fun. makes sense or not. Yeah, I mentioned Hocus Pocus, and this guy like got up and like high fived me, and I was like, "Yeah, oh I my love Hocus Pocus. <laughs> Such a I good love movie. Which movies? I love which movies. 
I How about the witches? Movie. I love the witches. I love the witches growing Every up. Which movie? Practical Magic is one of my all-time favorite movies. I love it. Casper. It's a good one. Casper Ghost the movie, Friendly Ghost. But I love it. The live action one. Wait, is there a witch in that? No. <laughs> okay. But it was just kind of... <laughs> Related. I like, you know I, like Hall- I like Halloween movies. Oh, yeah. I'm a big Halloween. Yeah. What about person. the scary ones? Not the scary ones. Okay. I like the mm-hmm. ones where it's like the conflict is like somebody is either going to be banned for eternity or they're going to be able to live in that like house so long as that woman doesn't get it kind of ones. Yeah. Okay, yeah. got it. I like those. Not like... Saw isn't even a Halloween no, movie. No, not horror. Not horror. My niece is obsessed with Saw, and she's only eleven. And she's like, what? yeah, she's she's written short stories about like murderous parents. Like she's oh my god, more mature than me. Wow. <laughs> yeah. What she's, are her parent? How do your par- her parents respond to that? My sister's like really encouraging about it. Yeah. And her dad's kind of like, let's get you in Christian camp. And I'm like, no, wait. <laughs> Let her uh, explore her creativity. Yes, Don't seriously. stifle it at Christian camp. Yeah. Oh, wow. God. That, and like, she could be the next, like, she could be, like, the next Stephen King. I she could. could. I think she will be. Wow. I mean, I'm biased, but, yeah. you know. So do you prefer out of all, and also you do storytelling. That's how we Mm -hmm. met. We did the UCB Hello Giggle show um, two years ago. Oh, cool. Um, Not the one I bombed at, um, thankfully. Um, But... uh, Jen was like, no, I remember you bombing. Yeah, I remember (laughs) you. So I was just talking about it. I did this other show where I bombed and I was like, I can't be seen on a stage for a long time. Um, It happens. Tell me about um, you and stand-up versus storytelling and your feelings on that. Uh, I guess I prefer storytelling, mm. but in a way I prefer stand-up because I feel like it's more of a challenge mm-hmm. and it's not as easily crossed, but I'm like working on it because mm-hmm. I started, my friend basically, uh, she does stand-up and she was saying like, just whittle down your stories to kind of make them jokes. That's what Peter told me to do. Yeah. And I feel like that's like going well. Great. Yeah. So you I will hope. transfer because that's a crazy thing. It's like, it's like you have a story, and it's like you can make it into five different versions of the story. It's like, what's the screenplay version? Like the video version? Mm-hmm. What's the storytelling version? What's the stand-up version? And then it's I I just I think it's very interesting because like also I saw David Crabb last night and he did like a mm-hmm. storytelling bit but he's so funny that I'm like I feel like you could just like do this at a stand up show and I can't do that with my storytelling it's like I have it has to be a it's also it can be quite freeing because you kind of let go of like you were saying it's a little bit easier yeah. you don't have to have it structured out yeah. and like beat 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 and you can kind of like tell it as it is. Yeah. Or be like, feel the pressure to get someone, the audience to laugh. You're like, no, just like be patient with me. And also I feel like the audience, at least in my experience, the audience is different. Storytelling audiences are definitely more on your side. Stand up, not so much. Yeah. Yeah. I I just did a show on Sunday and this, and I was uh, kind of like shitting on the Catholic church and this, and I was like, right, man, if you're Catholic (laughs) and this woman was, and then I was like, does anybody here not have a problem with being Catholic? And there was like this one woman, like aggressively eating French fries with her legs crossed and judging the shit out of my (laughs) headset. And she was just like, nah, like what's wrong with you? Like, like go back to what you're doing. Entertain me. 
It was right. so bizarre. And I was right. just like, oh my God, I'm not, I, I'm not, I don't have my sea legs back to mm. like engage with that yeah. type of person. Right. But like come back at me in like a couple months, my friend, and I'll like we'll yeah. chat. But yeah. like it was weird. It's also surprising to me because it's like, if you are Catholic, yeah, I hope you're aware of what has been going on in the Catholic she Church. Just, that means like, like she doesn't read, she doesn't read or watch the news. Or I mean, she does, but she doesn't wish to engage. Yeah, it's or, like she doesn't believe it. Like she's in denial about it. Or she doesn't think that women should be in power when it comes to religion. There's something fucked up with like if you're if you're a female. It's the same reason yeah. why like if you're a female white Trump supporter, it's like. Who did you wrong? What do you Did you missing? vote for Trump? Of course I did. Oh, you did? <laughs> <No>. Okay. <laughs> well, you know, sometimes <laughs> that was that was very convincing. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I was she like was laughing too hard. I knew. <laughs> I knew. I knew. Are your parents conservative? No. Oh, okay. No, not really. No. Um my dad's certainly not. Like my mom, no, but like she got really bitter in 2008 because she wanted Hillary to win the nomination. Mm. I, I was the same way. Yeah, and mm. she wouldn't. It was the first time I ever voted. Yeah, it was the first time my mom voted, and she, like, wow. refused to vote in the in the actual election. And wow. I was like, please, just go vote. And she was like, no. <laughs> so she was really pumped this year, when, or not this year, like two years ago. To when, vote. <laughs> to vote, Yeah. She's like, finally, I can vote. I mean, she's better about it now, obviously. No, not sad but for, like, sad, I mean, like, sad, the outcome is sad. Not yeah. Her, not her. Yeah. You have a web series. I do. Tell us about your web series. It's called Red Flags. Ooh. And it's I a love that title. Thank you. It's a good one. It's about the red flags that you see when you're dating. Mm, and you know them very well. Like, <laughs> not I, there. I see you, red flag. I'm not going to acknowledge you, red flag. And so it's exploring the people that you date and their red flags are on on display. Yeah, I mean, it's it's like some of them are based on real dates, but like blown out to like a fictional level. Sure, sure, but sure. some of them are just like completely made up, you know. And I, in are you in these mm-hmm. in every episode? Cool. Yeah. And then are they are you do you ever have? Do you, your character, ever have, have any red flags for the other person? Or are they all just like the other people having red flags? Uh, in one of the episodes we haven't filmed yet, yes, I do. Okay, that's good. Flag. That's good. Mm-hmm. Share the stage, you know? Yeah, because we all have them. Sure. Oh, we do. Get, Alex, do you have an example of when you, when you were a red flag? Oh, gosh. I mean, I'm sure. Give me a second to think about it. I have one. Oh, what? This one time I was dating. I She's went, like, I had it ready. I had, no, I was just like, yeah, I've been there. And then I knew. But I wanted, I, they. Oh, my gosh. Um, uh, I, was, I went on a, a, a date with this guy that I'm in my improv class. <laughs> that's all I did. Um, and he, uh, and like, we had this like really lovely first date. We went hiking. We went out to dinner. And we watched yeah. a movie. I think we watched wow. like. I don't. I think we may have like watched Veep or so. Oh, no, I think we watched The West Wing. Like it was really huh. great. Like it was mm. like a solid first date. And then um, the set. And then I I actually uh, got a splinter under my nail, Ooh. and so I had to get my nail removed. <gasps> and so I had to On take the time date? off. No, this was like oh, okay. a couple days okay. after. Okay. So I had to. I had like a week off of work. Yeah. So I um, 
I drove up to visit my cousin in San Francisco, which is like when you, after like you've had a great date with somebody, the worst thing you can do is just like disappear. And disappear. Oh, yeah. And then totally. I came back and like tried to still like make it a thing. And we like went out to dinner, you know, with my nailless hand. And, um, I, I, and, I, it was like kind of like, oh, the sparks went away. Like I could mm. feel that the Aww. sparks had gone. So I decided I would play him a recording of a song that I wrote. Oh, man. <laughs> everyone's, everyone's like, sque- like no, sque- no. squeamish oh, right now. Oh, no. And it was the song is this could be the start of something, could be nothing. I guess we'll see. And did he like and it? And he like... He like sent me a note that was like, "Thank you so much for sharing like that song with me." Or, and I think I texted it to him, and he was like, "That's so sweet that you sent that to me." And we like never saw each other again. Wow! Not you even in class. No, we we finished. We you didn't respond him. to him. His I text? I think it was like, "Cool, thanks for yeah, thanks for listening." And it was like it, you it could was, just feel. It I could feel over. it. I feel like I was like I was definitely like. The like, I think the red flag was like her nail came off, and then it was the like she's yeah. sending me these songs about like, are we gonna make it after this second date? No. Does he still do comedy? Uh, I don't know. It's he's, Matt. Besser. He's one of those guys. He's like what? I said it's Matt Besser, and I was like, oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> Matt Besser. No, wow. it was a really sweet guy. It was just like, mm, you know, yeah, mm. you know, you just you, you're some you, for every red flag you've seen, you're still it for someone else, right? Uh, red flags, I don't know, just like dating an alcoholic. <laughs> I mean, and just continue to date them. And Did you, you date a lot of alcoholics? Just one. Just one. Me mm-hmm. too. Oh, yeah. That, mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> oh, would you like to share a red flag? Uh, yeah. That I've thrown up or... Yeah. Oh, whatever you whatever. want. Uh, one time I was like dating someone and I was like, she was like, hey, you want me to come over? And I was like... Probably not. I have an ovarian cyst right now. And she was like, okay, bye. And like, I was like, hey. And at that point, like, red flag number one was that I gave her a painting that I did from college. Like, we were not like seriously into a relationship or anything. And I was just like, here's a painting of a naked man's back. And like, after she was kind of like, all right, bye, I was like, okay, can I get that painting back? So I like drove to her house and like, she like took it off the wall and I was like, thanks so much. And just like walked out. Oh man. Because you yeah. knew you or you were just like, I regret giving you this. Yeah. Yeah. I did. Okay. I thought of one. There was this like produce side note oh, real sorry. quick. You yeah. would think the benefit to being a lesbian would be like, you can say I have an ovarian cyst and the person would have nothing yeah. but understanding done with what rant. a little B. Sorry. Continue yeah. Alex. I'm sorry. No, I took I, that moment. No, no I just didn't. had to like okay. throw that out there. Okay. Um, it was this like producer guy in New York that was like, oh my God, he's a producer. I'm an actress. Like, that's perfect. <laughs> and we like made out one night. And he like came home and I was like, I'm not having sex with you. Um, and he was like, okay, that's, you know. <laughs> you said that? You I did. That? I have said that many times. I think because I've been not treated that well mm-hmm. in hookup situations. And it was like, I'm putting my guard up and, you know. Uh, but anyways, I remember him like reaching out to me at another point. But it was like Thursday at like 1030. Yeah. And me like taking my time to respond. And then I responded. But it was like snarky. And it's like. 
you can't start relationships with snarky. And that's no. what I used to do all the time. No wonder I was single for so long. Um, but then so I remember funny. talking about him and like being like, I need to reach out to him, you know? And I was at brunch like on January 1st. I had gone out the night before with a bunch of people. And I was like, I think I'm going to text him now on January 1st. Like, who does that? Like, if that doesn't like... It's so desperate. And I remember being like, like my hey, what are you up to? And he's probably like, this girl needs to like, get out of here. New Year's Day. Yeah. <laughs> Never saw him again. So, um, but yeah, I definitely, and there are many more down there. In your story, you talked about how you were, were you, you were dating a man in Philadelphia and you mm-hmm. were like, I'm going to break up with you and, and move to LA and we are no longer going to be an item. Yeah. Are you still in touch with that guy or no, not at all? Yeah, we're really good friends. Oh, wow. That's so cool. Yeah. That is so cool. Yeah, it's so crazy. It gives me so much like, we give each other so much advice just in general, like about life stuff, it's really awesome. Were you guys were living together? No. Oh, okay. No. That wow. I recently was getting my hair cut by a, a man that had just moved here from the south with his wife. Yeah. And we were talking about like people getting married at a, lo- a young age. And he was like, Yeah, I had got married like straight out of high school Holy for like the church. I like, cannot for, like, even the, for the church because it was like, if you've been with somebody for a couple of years and you're teenagers, yeah. you're like, What do you want to do next? You want to have sex. And then it's like, well, they, you can't have sex unless you're married. You're like, okay, I'll get married. And then it was like, what? I was like, is that the wife you still have? He's like, no, 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 no. We got a divorce. Same thing. He was like, yep, we keep in touch and we're really good friends. That's cool, though. Yeah. yeah. I thought that was like the, the, like the that best is. case scenario yeah. to that. Because you hear about stories now about people who have been together um, hitting their 30s or late 20s and they're like, yeah, divorce. Yeah. yeah, he's dating. But yeah, he's dating, yeah. but I don't think he's with anyone right now. Do so well, like yeah. in that capacity that you can like a man who you can really open up to and get advice from. Yeah, that's pretty rare. Sorry. Who are are there any no. shows or comedians that are like exciting to you right now? I mean, I think everybody loves Hannah Gadsby right now. I know. I can't Let's talk that. about it. Yeah. <gasps> You can't. Whoa. I know. I love her. Oh, so much. she's That's like you I, can't I, I talk can't. about it. What? Yeah, that was confusing. <laughs> I can't. I loved her. But you know what? It's um, a lot of a lot of people are have the sentiment of like I started it. I didn't get what all the fuss is about. Mm. It's like oh, you didn't. You didn't listen to the. Whole, you gotta stay with it. You yeah. can't just watch so the much. first half. Yeah, yeah. I think a lot of people watch the first half. And they're like, oh my god, they're still like what like what's so great of groundbreaking. It's like wait. For it. Yeah. It was like the first Jurassic Park movie. Like at first you're like, all right, it's an amusement park with dinosaurs. When is shit going to go down? Mm -hmm. And then it gets wild Mm -hmm. and you're like, sick. I'm glad I stayed for it. Mm -hmm. What I like is it combines, it combines everything. Yeah. She combines storytelling Mm -hmm. with stand up, with like acting, art. History, yeah, oh yeah, like, um, the Van Gogh bit, yes, yeah. just Van Gogh like humanitarianism, like it's so just brilliant. like just like being a good human and 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 yeah. just, oh God, it was. I loved the self-deprecating. She was like, I don't want to be self-deprecating anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that resonated with me a lot because my humor is very self-deprecating, and sometimes you're like. I don't want to be mean to myself, yeah. you know, like comedy doesn't always have to be that way. 
Especially for women, it's like yes. you don't have to shit on yourself, right? To ex- like make it like to explain why you're here, and I yeah. think that was so nice to hear her say that. And she's mm-hmm. like, "I have to quit comedy." It's brilliant I have to quit comedy. That was pretty good. Yeah, that's yeah. my Anna favorite Gatsby. Santa special I've ever seen. Yeah, it's pretty I wept. Amazing. I want to watch it again. Yeah, Me too. I was a little stoned when I watched it, and I want to watch it not on anything. Yeah, I th- I think I was. Not on anything, and it well, was... Well, look at you. I'm just a better person. <laughs> she lit a few candles. Mm-hmm. I took notes. <laughs> <laughs> what shows do you have coming up? I have the Copper Still Comedy. Mm. I want to... S- I think it's just the Copper Still Comedy, and it's uh, Tuesday at 8 at the Copper Still. And then on the 28th... I haven't been to any shows there. What are... It's cool. Yeah. It's good. It's a good place. Is it in Hollywood, or... It's North. Uh, I almost said North Korea. It's like Koreatown. <laughs> oh, it's in North Korea. Hop That's on a nice. plane. <laughs> it's very safe. Oh my it's gosh! Super safe. I wow. swear, it's real fun. Uh, it's in Koreatown. Yeah, and then you said you have a show on the twenty eighth. Yeah, it's okay. the sleepover show. Oh right. Yeah. Oh, she does a great show that I've done before you. at the Lyric. Well, now oh, we're at the oh, sorry. I'm sorry. It's, okay. it's at the Clubhouse. We moved. And it's storytelling, mm-hmm. and people are invited to come in their pajamas. Oh, and sometimes so they do, and fun. sometimes they don't. I was wearing my pajamas. I felt like a bit like an idiot because I was the only one, aside from you guys, right? No, I think maybe oh, the first time Jonathan, you did the show. Or, the second time, okay. Jonathan was wearing, like, it looked like swim trunks. Yeah. And I was like, ah, I'll yeah. accept it. No. Yeah, exactly. And I was, like, wearing, like, silk jammies. Very legit. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, oh, God, is this Okay. But they were like, yeah, this is great. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Commit. Uh, Is it a monthly show? Yeah. Okay. It's every fourth Saturday at 7 p.m. at the clubhouse. I love that. Yeah. And now it seems like a lot of people are coming in pajamas. Oh, great. Cool. We drink wine. We have treats. Ooh, love treats. We play truth or dare. We give prizes. It's fun. (gasps) Cool, you guys. Please stay cool. No more throwing up. I will. Yeah. Um, thank up. you so much. Thank you so much for, for coming being. on the show and for coming on the podcast. Thank you for having me. It's been me. real. See my house is your house and my couch is your couch.